you know, goodness of kindness, you know. Uh, we, 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 we are used to men being, being kind to us, but I want us to believe too that God can be very kind. God can be very simple. God is not complicated. The Bible says he can be touched with the feelings of our infirmity. I want to read Hebrews chapter 4 from verse 15 to 16. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 says, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. It's not, it's not like our president. It's not like our mayor. It's not like our prime minister, you know, that live very, very far away from us. But God is, is so close by. God is, is I mean, he lives within us. So, so he said, we, we do not have the high priest who cannot be touched. Sometimes we want to see a rich man. It's, it's impossible to, to see him. Even sometimes we, we say we have representative people we voted for to go and represent us. But when, when we want to see them, it's, we have to book appointment. We have to, you know, we, we, and the time we want to see them, they are not available. They, they, they have to see us at their own times. But our God is not like that. The Bible says he can be touched with the feelings of our infirmity. And for any, for every one of us today that have feelings, that have infirmities, I am trusting God that it is your turn for God to look in your direction. It is mm -hmm. your turn for God to do something about that infirmity, about mm -hmm. that situation, about that condition. God does not neglect anyone. There is nothing mm -hmm. that God created or made that does not have its day with God. Everything God created, everything God made on the surface of the earth has his date, has his time with God. And somebody is having a date with God this morning. Somebody prays their time with God this morning. God is looking in somebody's direction this morning. Looking, looking out, watching out to fix it, to remember you. And the Bible says, God remembered Noah. God remembered Sarah. God remembered uh, Abraham. God remembered, you know, so God remembers, he remembers. So it's, it's time for you to be remembered too in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. And so this morning, the Bible says, um, we, we do not have a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in no point tempted like as we are yet with us. Let us therefore come boldly. Let us come boldly unto the throne of grace. This this morning, we are not fidgeting coming before the Lord. This morning, we are not shaking coming before the presence of God. We are coming with boldness. We are coming with every, every sense of responsibility. We are coming with faith. We are coming knowing fully whether hey, this morning, God is creating a time to meet with me. God is creating chance for me. I have a, I have a date with him today. Today is my day. God is, is looking in my direction. And there is no way God looks in your direction that he will not fix, you know, uh, everything. That's why the, the psalmist says he will perfect everything that concerns you. That is who he is because he is, he, 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 he is very kind. And today we are going to touch that aspect of God that makes him to be very kind. That aspect of God that makes him have feelings, that, that makes him feel the pain that you, that, that you feel. You know, it's just like our leader, say, well, 
they don't feel what we feel because they don't live under the condition that we live. Everything of theirs, they live on government, they live on, you know, um, their security, everything. Everything is available to them. I want us to also know fully well today that God is going to write out that bill and, and settle it in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let's let's begin to look at the creation, the things that God created. Let, let's open our Bibles to Psalms. We are going to read quite a lot of Bible today. Psalms 145. Psalms 145. Uh, because of time, we just read verses 15 and 16. 100. Psalms 145. 145. Sorry. Yeah. 15 and 16. 15 and 16 says, the eyes of all, the eyes of all, it doesn't matter whether they're human beings, it doesn't matter whether they're animals, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as that thing is created and made by God. The Bible says, the eyes of all wait upon thee. That's something about God. God, God does not neglect of or, or I mean any of his creations and creature. Whatever God has made, God does not neglect it. God does not look down on it. It may be trivial, it may be it may it may look inconsequential, but as far as heaven is concerned, as far as that thing is made by God, they have date with God, they have their time with God, they have their season with God. And so all wait upon thee, all eyes wait upon thee. And thou givest them their meat in this season. God giveth them their meat in this season. It does not matter the, the, the value that men places on them. No. As far men may not even place values on some of these things, but God place, places value. God places value on everything that He created, everything that He made. God places values on them. And they have their time. They have their seasons with God. Their eyes, all their eyes wait on thee. And thou givest them their meeting. This is it. Thou openest thy hand as God. He opens his hand and satisfies the desire of every living thing. And I want to and I want to put it that even including non-living things, including non-living things, the smallest of the ants, God cares about them. God, God cares to feed them. God cares to sustain them. God cares to you know, to protect them. That is, that is, that is, that is God for you. That is God for you. Look at Psalms 147. Psalms 147. We're going to read uh, verses 8 and 9 as well. He said, Who covered the heavens, that's our God, with clouds? Who prepared rain for the earth, that's our God? Who made grass? <laughs> he makes grass to grow upon the mountains. Now, he, he had to put some soil on top of rocks, on top of mountains, for grasses to grow there. That's the love he has for grasses. Mm. Grasses don't have capacity or ability on their own. God gave them ability, even on top of rock, even on top of concrete. Just, just let that concrete be exposed for a, for, for a while. Before you know it, grasses are already growing there. 
That is the power of our God. That's the, he maketh grass to grow upon the mountains. Look at verse 9. He giveth to the beast his food. Even the beast in the forest. God give them food. God make them to survive. And to the young ravens, as small as little as the ravens are. That is our God. That is our God. We may feel that, I mean, what concerns God uh, about some things, but in Exodus chapter 15, from verse 22 to 25, when the Israelites got to a place where they, 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 they were looking for water to, to, to drink, and there was no water, and they cried unto God, and then they got to a certain point. This pond maybe for uh, must have been excavated, maybe a place that was excavated long ago to do some fillings. Maybe road construction was going on, and then the place now formed a pond, and you know water gathered there, uh, but it was dead water. You know many animals have died inside, many things, leaves. You know it was very very bitter, corrosive. It was, it, was, it was not water that anybody could drink and all that. And then suddenly they got to that place and they had no water. And they cried unto God, you know. And God healed this pond, you know. Can you believe? The healing power of God is not just for animals. It's not just for human beings. It's not just for some uh, privileged ones. Even the pond, even the pond had a date with God. A pond that was useless. There was no, there was no, no trace of the, of you know, of animals, you no know, drinking there. That was why they, they didn't see it. because they have gone around three days and they didn't see. They didn't. There was no evidence. There was no proof. You know, if trees have grown around that pond, ah, they will have said, okay. I mean, this this side it looks, um, it looks uh, green. You know, greenish, and then you know, everywhere looked fresh around that place, but there was no sign. So it's, it made them go round, 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 went round. And by the time they got there, the pond was, was just there, was useless. It was serving no purpose. But that day, God healed it and it began to serve purpose. Men drank from it, animals drank from it. I am praying for someone today who feels maybe it's like serves no purpose. It has not been of much benefit. I am praying that it is your day that God is turning everything bitter around you, everything poisonous around you. God is turning to sweetness in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Bitter water became pure water. It became pure water. It became, it became sanitized water. It became purified water. Now what did they throw inside it to purify it? There was nothing. It was just ordinary stick. And God said, I have healed the water. I have. You know, God looking at water. God will have said, okay, go and dig a well. Go and do. No, 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 no. That thing that was poisonous, that thing that will have been dead, that have never been useful to animal, that have never been useful to farmers. Farmers could not even fetch from it to, for irrigation. It was just abandoned. I am praying for someone today. Who is feeling abandoned? Who is feeling that hey, what my what does my life worth? As as worthless as that water was, God visited it and turned 
this situation around. I am praying that you, that is the benevolence of God. That is the goodness of God. That is how kind God is. You know, just common useless water, water that was possible, water that was of no effect. And God turned it around by healing it, by healing it, by using his power to heal it, to turn it around. I, I implore the, the grace of God, the benevolence of God over every life that is listening to me now, over every life that is that that is looking this morning and say, Lord, Lord, I have not been useful as I'm supposed to. And Lord, I have I have not been able to attain unto the goodness, unto the grace that I desire. I am praying for you this morning that you are going to meet with God's benevolence. You have a date with God this morning. You have your season with God this, this time around that is going to visit you and is going to turn that bitter bitterness, that bitter experiences, whatever they be, God is turning them around Amen. for good in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It was a stagnant water. It never benefited man. It never benefited animals. It never benefited plants. Nothing grew around it. But God turned it around. God turned it around. God turned it around. Just like God told Exodus, I mean Moses in the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verse 21. God told Moses, ah, there is a place by me. There was nowhere to, to hide Moses. Because God said, No, Moses was asking, I want to see your face. <laughs> Moses was asking for something dangerous, something terrible, and there was no place to keep him for him to be able to see God. God said, no, no, don't worry, Moses. He said, because of you, I am going to cleft the rock. I'm going to crack the rock. I'm going to create space for you. Oh, my God. That is what God can do. God had to dig the rock, crack the rock to hide Moses. Oh, my God. That is that is how far God can go. God will, God will never tell you, I can't do this. No, 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 no. Whatever it is that you need, no matter how hard, no matter how difficult, man may not be able to do it. But it's not impossible with God. The Bible says with God, nothing shall be impossible. I am trusting God this morning. I am believing God this morning. God, as God told Moses, there is a place by me. God, you too have a place by him. You, there is a place that God has for you in his heart. There is a place that God has for you in his program. There is a place that God has for you in his calendar. That is your date is fixed. It's there. It's the day, it's a time, it's a season to visit you. That, that is God for you. That's what God can do. Because he is God, that's it. He is God. He is God. Is God, you, you know, um, we see ordinary sound being healed in the Bible. In the book of Second Kings chapter 2 and verse 19, we, we saw the, the, the greatness of God. When the Israelites, you know, uh, in Jericho, they, they came to Elisha. They say, sir, the situation of this uh, of the of, of, of this city is, is pleasant, as my Lord God can see. But they say the water is not and the ground is barren. And what does God have to do with barren sand, ordinary sand? I mean, you don't call God into that. I mean, go and look for a place that is fertile. If where you are is, is bad, that's what man will say. But not God. Not God. God is there to satisfy all. God is there to meet the needs of all. All eyes. All eyes. All creations. Their eyes are upon him. And as many eyes are upon the Lord this morning, 
God will turn around and do them good. God will turn around and turn it around and visit them in the name of Jesus. The, 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 the barren land, it talks about hidden sickness. Talk about, it uh, looks like a, a cause, a cause, an undisclosed cause, an undisclosed, yet is devastating. Everything from the surface looks like the man is good, but the man is dying inside. Is there something killing you on the inside? From the outside, nobody knows what you are going through, but you are going through some things. You are going through some stuff. Sometimes if you tell your story, nobody may even believe you because you don't look like it. Just like this land, everything looks good. When you plant, there's no problem. The thing will germinate. The thing will bring out flower, you know. It will be bored. Things, things. But it's only when it's supposed to come to harvest that they have little harvest. Something was eating their harvest. Something was, was, was wrong somewhere. Is there someone this morning? Something is wrong. It's undisclosed. It's not known to man. It's not even known to you. But you just know something is wrong. Oh, my God. That thing that is wrong this morning. Father, fix it. Father, fix it. It is hidden. It is not known. It is hidden. It's not known. We don't even know it. It may be in the family. It may be in the blood. It may have to do with your health. They have checked you. They say you are okay. Yet you cannot be pregnant. You are okay. Yet nothing is working. And mm. you, people see you and your husband from outside. The marriage looks good, but you are suffering on the inside. Oh, something that is hidden. Something that is unknown. Yet is devastating. Yet is killing you. I pray, oh God Almighty, mm. as you visited this barren land, this naughty water that the people for years did not know that was their problem until that particular day when your prophet gets to that place. Oh Lord, if I be a man of God this morning, let that hidden, hidden, hidden affliction, let that let that hidden devastating issue, oh God, that has been causing problem in this family, that's been causing problem. Lord, it's not known that you, you've done all you could, you've tried your best, but people, people from outside, they are looking at you. People are even envious of you, but they don't know what you are going through. They don't know you are in serious debt. They don't know you are in serious problem and jeopardy, but I call on behalf of heaven this morning yes. that it be your day. It be yes. a day that God is visiting you. Yes. That it be a day because your eyes are on the Lord and as no. many are on the Lord, God visits them. It's your morning of visitation. It's yes. your day that heaven is visiting you. You yes. come for tests. They say, do not discover anything. Yet the issue is life-threatening. It's life-threatening. But who do you want to share with? People don't know. They feel you are privileged. They feel they, people, you know, people want to want you to send them money. But even you yourself, you don't have the money. People want you to help them. And each time you you say there is nothing, they feel you are wicked. They feel that something is wrong. You are not, you know. But it is you. It's only you that knows that you are going through something. Whatever it is you are going through this morning, I pray that heaven. Heaven, heaven, we set, we set forth his light upon it. In every darkness of your life, every dark spot of your life, God will send forth his light. God will be his light. God will visit you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now let's look at, you know, all eyes look upon you. All eyes look upon you. 
Do you know animals? Animals wonder, oh, why do men talk? And we, we cannot talk. And men can talk. I wish, sometimes, you know, they wish, the dog wish they can express themselves. They can talk. They just look at you. They wish they can say one or two things, you know, to you and all that. But it's not given to them to be able to talk with understanding. No, they can act. Dog is clever, can do, can big tech, he can do. But when it comes to opening their mouth and talking to be, you know, <laughs> to be understood, God did not give it to them. But because you see, every every creature has his date with God. One day, there was an ass that the, 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 the you know has a, a determination, had a desire to also speak. And the Lord was standing before this house in the book of Numbers chapter 22 from verse 26. We may not be able to read because of that. They saw a vision. God opened the, 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 the eyes of the of the house too and he saw a vision. God will take, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's, the, the house is like a merry clay. Amen. When we're talking about merry clay, is there somebody's feet today that is in the merry clay? The, 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 the clay that is not allowing you to move is that it's slowing down your movement in life. Your your feet are in the clay. God will bring your feet out of the clay in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. The ass was like soaked in the merry clay. It, they don't have what it takes, you know, to be able to express themselves, to be able to speak like men so that we can understand. But that particular day, God said, well, you are my creation. I created you too. You have a desire to speak. I will grant you this desire. Oh, God granted they as a desire. And they, and they has begun to speak. <laughs> God granted the privilege to see in the realm of the spirit. They, 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 they are so in the realm of the spirit. Can you believe that? Uh, animals are just body and soul. Animals, animals are not... Um, uh, you know, they don't have spirit, so they cannot communicate with God. They are not made or created. But because they are made by God in the first place, they have their date with God. They have their season with God. So it was the season of the animals eyes to be open. Not only that, but also to speak with the voice of a man. Wow, that is our God. God had a date with the animal. They may look, the animals may look inconsequential. They may look, you know, um, not like, like the downtrodden and the lowly in life. But in First Samuel chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible says, God have raised the lowly from the dung hill and he have set them, you know, upon the... Something. Let's read First Samuel because there's a prophetic word coming uh, 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 just as we are reading this... Uh, uh, this, this verse of scripture, First Samuel chapter two, verse eight, the Bible says, "He raised up the poor out of the dust." That's what God does. His hand is so strong, His hand is so long that He raises people. When God finds people in lowly places, when God finds the poor, He raises them up. He raises them up. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dung heap. That is what God does. Maybe somebody feels um, like in a dumb ear, you know. The Bible says God is the speaker of the poor. God is giving voice to the voiceless. That's what it means. 
there is somebody here listening to me that your voice has been activated. God has activated your voice to be heard on time. Your Amen. voice can no longer be heard in lonely places. This animal began to speak with the voice of man. This animal began to see into the realm of the spirit. He was lifted beyond the realm of an animal, beyond the realm of, of, of just an ordinary ass. He saw the realm of the spirit. He spoke with the voice of man. Even when the man was blind, the, the ass was not blind, was able to see, was able to recognize angel. Oh my God, what a God, what, what, what a God we serve. You know, he, he raises the lowly. God is giving somebody, you know, a voice that must be heard. God Amen. said to Joshua, that was what set Joshua up. God said, from today, Joshua, I will begin to magnify your word. Which means little word will become much. Little things will become great things. That was what happened in the life of Joshua. And the ministry changed entirely. God said from today, which means before then, it was not so. The voice of Joshua was not strong. The voice of Joshua was not does not command any, any respect. But a particular day, God said, I am going to turn on the volume of your voice. I'm prophesying to somebody this morning that heaven is turning on the volume of your voice. This voice that be heard, this voice that be heard, this voice shall not be silenced. This voice that be heard on high in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. No voice, no audience. That's what it means. And no audience, no patronage. So God, Joshua knew that. If there is no voice, there is no audience. If there is no audience, there is no patronage. That is it. So if you don't have a voice, there is no patronage. You are just alone on your own. It is the voice that attracts patronage. And God is amplifying your voice. God said, I will magnify your word. Which means Joshua needed not to shout. Joshua needed not to scream, which means Joshua needed not to put any effort. This, the, the animals was not sent to school. The animals did not learn the language of man, and he spoke the language that man will understand. The, the animals did so. So God is God is doing the unusual in your life this morning. That is somebody listening to me this morning. The unusual, the unusual. God is opening you to a realm that you have Amen. never seen before. A realm that you have never been before. A realm that you have never experienced before. There is something new about your life. There is something new about you that is happening this morning. God is opening new doors. God, God is opening you into a new realm of oppression. New realm of manifestation. New realm of understanding. The name of Jesus. That's how that is what God is capable of doing. That's his benevolence to the animal, animal kingdom. God wanted to know I do not discriminate against you. You to have your date, you to have your time with me. They had their date and time with him. Even the grass of the field, the Bible says, God clothed the grass of the field. In Matthew chapter 6, from verse 25 to 32, as 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 um Useless as we may think grass is, oh, you know, God is God is as, as weak as a grass is. We march over them, we don't even care. But God created them in such a way that 
there is no there is no important place in this world that you will not find grass in president's house in Nassau rock in the white house in whatever you know compound uh, or houses even our private houses i don't think there's anyone here who does not listen to me does not have grass in his house you know grass can be you know when you talk of about animal we have different different types of animals we have we have the lion we have the sheep we have the goat we have you know we have different different so grasses are different too some of them are called flowers some of them are are called lemon grass some of them are called different 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 things but somehow somehow even grass they find themselves in our houses we decorate them we adore them and we don't want anybody to touch them if somebody touches your flower angry who touch this flower every day you wake up in the morning you put water and all that the bible says god clothed them oh. that is it it is the cloth it is the honor that god give grass that make us to admire them when god when god clothes something you know men must honor that thing you know the cloak of god is coming upon us this morning as god clothed the grass god is clothing you this morning god is clothing you with honor god will clothe you with beauty god is clothing you with favor god is clothing you with his grace god is turning your weakness into strength our weaknesses have been turned into strength this morning the grass is one of the weakest you know uh, things that, that that god made but you see God honors it. God honors it. So every creature has its time and season with God. The grass is a temporary plant, but surely have a season of glory. So God is clothing you with glory. God is clothing you with beauty. God is clothing you with fashion. God is clothing you with his mercy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Have you ever thought about a sparrow flying in the air? The sparrow flying in the air in the book of Luke, chapter 12, from verse 6 to 7. You know, in, in those days, a sparrow does not even have a value. A, a, value. a sparrow does not have a value. It, it, it doesn't have a value. You know, there are some things you buy in park in the shops that uh, one, one piece of it does not have a value. You have to put 10 together, you know, to get one, <coughs> sorry, one cent or one P or whatever. You know, depending on our currency, where we are listening from, whether in U.S., in the U.K., in Ireland, in Nigeria, and all over. You know, it, it, there are some things, like in Nigeria now, like if you want to buy chinchin or granite, you know, they put plenty in a pack of maybe, you know. So if you bring one out, actually it does not have a value. That is how the sparrows, that is how the sparrow is. The sparrow doesn't have a value. If you bring out one sparrow, it doesn't have a value to sell it. So you have to put five, you know, sparrow together for you to have a value of um, two cents for it. You know, that's that. You bring one sparrow, it doesn't have a value, but God puts a value on it. Let's read Luke chapter twelve, verses six and seven. Luke chapter twelve, verses six and seven, and not five sparrows. Look at it, five sparrows. You have to put five sparrows together and not five sparrows sold for two fathers. The list of the money then was father. But so nothing, there is no sparrow that was a father. The list, you know, of of the of uh, means of exchange, then uh, money for 
government. So it's not one sparrow, two sparrows does not have a wolf. So you have to put five together in order to sell for two fathings and not five sparrows sold for two fathings and not one of them and not one of them make us labor and not one of them is forgotten before God. Oh. Not one of them. Not one of them. God can never forget you. He Amen. takes thought of you. Oh yes, God takes thought of you. It's time for God to notice you too. Yeah. God says, doesn't go. yeah. You know, the birds, they are just flying there. You just think, well, but God makes sure that all of them eat per day, every day. God directs them to where they will get their food as they are flying. God, God is directing them. God is leading them. God is guiding them. Because the Bible says God does not forget any of them. All of them have their remembrance. For, look at verse 7. But even the very ears of your head, God is saying, you are so valuable that none of us in this world can count the number of hair on our head. But God said, even he knows you so much to the point that he knows the number of ears on your head. That's how much God cares. That's how much God cares. And that care, God is going to demonstrate it today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God is going to manifest it in the imagine. He provides, he cares for the sparrow. So God says he cares for you, which means you have a date with him. You have a date with him. God is taking you out on a date today. Amen. God is taking out you on a date of love, on Amen. a date of reception, on Amen. a date of goodness. God Amen. is showing you his goodness. Amen. Can you believe, brethren, that even demons, mm -hmm. can you believe that even demons have their date with God? Even oh, demons, you nobody will believe that. In, in the book of Mark, in the book of Mark chapter 6, sorry, Mark chapter 5, Mark chapter 5 from verse 7, Jesus was trying to cast out some demons, and the demons spoke and said, hey, Jesus said, go to those certain place." And the demon said, no, that's not where we want to go. Can you believe that? And Jesus said, where do you want to go? The demons, you know, uh, mentioned where they wanted to go. Let's read it. It's, it's a Mark, Mark chapter 5 from verse 7 to 13. Even for once, God granted demons their request. How much more you? Demons, demons. They said, look, this is where we don't want to go to where you are sending us. This is where you want to go. Jesus said, will that be okay for you? They say, yes. He said, okay, go there. Go there. God answered them. God granted even demons because they are God's creature. God created them. God made them. Even for once they had the date with God, that God gave them, you know, their liberty. God gave them their leverage and said, okay, go to where you say you want to go. If that place will be okay for you, go there. Their desires were granted. Oh, I am praying for someone today. You may be saying, oh, I've been praying, I've been praying. Today is that day that God is visiting all the prayers you have been praying. Today is that day that heaven is granting you, you, you know, this this privilege to, to be had, this privilege to be seen. You know, remember, uh, re, re, uh, the, the, the outcasts, the outcasts too, the rejected, uh, 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 what do we call it? We call it Ismail. This man was rejected. And God said, drive him away from the house. He will not have inheritance. I mean, Sarah said, he will complain. And Abraham went to God. And God said, okay, drive him around. Let him go away. And when Abraham was sending him out, Abraham gave him a bottle of water and a loaf of bread. There was no money. There was no servant that was sent. Okay, 
go and rent house for them, let them say to Abraham did not say to them. Abraham drove them away. And the Bible said the water was spent and the food was finished and the boy fainted and fell down. And the, 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 the woman, the, the, the mother walked away, you know, from, 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 from him. I say, I will not be there when this boy will take his last breath because I know he will not survive, but I'm not going to witness his last breath. But heaven looked at this boy, even though he was rejected, even though he was an outcast, you know. The Bible says he cried unto the Lord and the Lord had, and the Lord provided the wealth, and the Lord blessed him right there. And the Lord made him 12 nations, 12, these Arab nations today, 12 great nations came out of a dying person came out of an outcast. You are not an outcast. You are a beloved of God. So everyone had a date with God. Everything, as long as they are made by God, they have their day, their season, their hour. I'm glad to let you know that you also have your date, you have your season, you have your hour, and this is your hour of visitation. This is your hour of manifestation. God is visible as well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God does not withdraw his hand from the needy. No, God does not withdraw his hand from the needy. No, 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 no. God doesn't do that. His father gave him a bottle of water. That's the father that loved him. And a, a, a loaf of bread, how, how long will that last? How long will that last? But that's what God can do. That's what God can do. And God provided the well. And they had to build around that well. And people were coming from different places. It has even happened in our house before. My wife was keeping animals, you know, sheep and all that. And one day I came back from home and all of them, you know, were, were bringing out saliva and all that at the backyard when I went to be. And I said, oh God. So I, I came in, I saw my wife, she was so dejected. I said, Lord, I, I, what's happening? He said, I should go to the backyard. When I go there, the sheep, the rams, and you know, the goods, everything was down, saliva was coming from there. I said, oh God. Please, Lord, heal these animals. If you don't heal these animals, you know, my wife has invested so much, you know, on it. Brethren, do you know, I just lay hands and prayed and left. After five minutes, something said I should go back and check. By the time I checked, those animals that were down, they started standing, they started standing up. God has healed them. God has visited them. I was in office one day, One a lady, a widow, you know, she's not a widow. The husband ran away and left her with six children because uh, the husband couldn't care. And so church, people were just helping her and then they contributed some little money. She started poultry work. One day, the poultry was invested with um, Newcastle disease or what they call it, uh, you know, because um, they, 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 they are legs, they were bending legs and their necks were being bent and, and all that saliva too was coming and the flies invaded the place too, you know. So it's, it's, it was just dead like that. And then I just called one of the pastors, Pastor Carl, just take this and not oh yeah, we are good with their one. Go and, go and pray over the beds. Brethren, as he was saying to me, he said, when I sent him, he did not even believe that, um, I mean, why would daddy say you should go and pray for chicken? I mean, <laughs> he go and use uh, anointing, God does not give holy things to dog and all that. He said, okay, just go, go and go. He said, to, daddy said, so he got there and said, daddy said, I should pray for you. He just started, you know, just carrying the bottle. Oh yeah, stand up, stand up, stand up. Brethren, all the chickens stood up. All the chickens stood up and they were healed. And they were healed. 
That's what God is capable of doing. This morning, I see God heal that sickness. Amen. I see God heal that cancer. This morning, I see God heal that diabetes. This morning, Amen. I see God heal that hypertension, that whatever it is that is disturbing you. If God can take care to heal goods, to heal chicken, if God can can take time to for an outcast, he had the time with an outcast, cast him out, let him go, let him get out of here. He is not, he's not entitled to have inheritance in the house, yet he's the father of 12 nations today. That's what God can do. That's the promotion God can give someone, an outcast, a neglected, you know, someone that's supposed to go and die. You, you understand? You know, somebody that says, okay, um, let him go and die. You know, someone's like that. I mean, as it occurred to you, brethren, that even in Ireland, there are rivers in Ireland, they don't freeze. They don't freeze no matter the winter. The rivers don't freeze. Because why is it that the water is exposed, yet they cannot freeze? What did God put in the water? Why does the water not turn to ice? Because the fish in the, in the river must survive. The fish in the ocean must survive. See, as big as the oceans and even, even around Russia, where, Canada, where they have minus 30-something degrees, the sea still did not, the sea does not freeze. What, how did God do it with that terrible temperature? Yet, he, he still, they maintain their temperature. They don't, because they fish, they are all the aquatic animals in the sea. They must survive. God created survivor for everything that he has made. And that's what God is able to do. You will survive. You will survive. You are going to make it. You are going to because God cares for the for the for um, I mean for the fishes for the for for the toads for the frogs for all that lives inside the water. And God makes sure that the water, even if you put your water outside outside during winter, the bottle will be will be you know will become blocked. It will become ice. Everything become ice, but not the river. Not the water, the temperature is maintained. That's what God is able to do because the fish must survive, the toads must survive, the frog must survive, all the aquatic plants that live inside the river, they must survive. And so God kept God put something in it to make it impossible for the sea, for the rivers to get frozen. And I remember one time I was in Ireland, they said the water that even passed through the pipe, the waters were blocked, they were frozen, they were. They've turned to ice, but the one that is even that's covered though inside pipe, it got blocked. But the one that is exposed is not blocked. Why? Because something must survive. Somebody that lives in the water must survive. God, God give them their room. So God is creating room for you for your survival. God is creating to survive, to overcome. You are not going to be defeated. You are not going to fail. You are going to stand. So let's begin to thank God because of this place that God has endowed upon us, of this um, testimony of this privilege that God has given us to be able to reach out to Him. All our eyes are with the Bible said they looked to Him and they were not ashamed. They, they were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. Shame is far away from you. I want you to know this morning that shame is far away from you. God has a date with you. 
God has a date with God has a date with God has a date with God has a time to have a time with God. And he has a time with him. Because he has a time with God and he has a time with him. You have a time with God and he has a time with him. Leka kalabada egedus. Leka soto egedus. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes.
God is, is, is 